in the end, the core belief is that we are inadequate and unworthy of being loved. But the reason we believe those is that we believe we haven't lived up to some expectations, right? Expectations like being successful, being lean, being disciplined, being generous, being a contributor to society, being environmentally conscious, whatever you can think of, really. The expectations are in our minds, but you know, they were given to us by society's messaging since birth. These expectations and beliefs are not so solid as we believe. Once we can see them, we can bring intentional living and mindfulness practices to work with them. Hi you! Welcome to Convos in My Head, a video podcast where I talk about my ideas and thoughts about random topics that I find valuable. And I'm hoping that with each episode, you'll find value from it as well. In our two previous episodes, we talked about vulnerability and courage. Today, we will talk about shame. To start off, let us define the context of shame in today's episode. So according to Dr. Brené Brown, shame is the intensely painful feeling or experience of believing we are flawed and therefore unworthy of acceptance or belonging. It can be paralyzing and causes to feel self-loathing, unworthiness, loneliness, and despair. When we're stuck in shame, we generally don't feel encouraged, let alone make changes, but instead focus on what we lack. It's a burden, right? And sometimes we carry our shame with us for years. It could be, you know, an experience from when we were kids or when we were in high school, in college, at work even, and still feel an overwhelming desire to hide or to be someone else. Now, just to share you a quote, we all have shame. We all have good and bad, dark and light inside of us. But if we don't come to terms with our shame, our struggles, we start believing that there's something wrong with us, that we're bad, flawed, not good enough, even worse. We start acting on those beliefs. If we want to be fully engaged, to be connected, we have to be vulnerable. In order to be vulnerable, we need to develop resilience to shame. That's by Dr. Brene Brown on Daring Greatly. Now, you may already notice that I have been consistent, you know, in coding the works of Dr. Brene Brown in this vulnerability podcast series. Yes, because she is a researcher, professor, author, and she has spent more than a decade studying vulnerability, courage, worthiness, and shame. So if you haven't seen any of her work yet, it's about time. Now on my recent copy published over to on my recent copy published over to Decluttering Consciousness Facebook page, I have asked this question. What would it be like if you were free of shame? That was a question born because I have been combating shame that very moment. Shame about the flawed works I've been doing on my brand, my video podcast, my blog, you know, thoughts and self-criticism like, you suck, your videos suck, your content sucks, 
you know nothing about video podcasting, you should definitely stop. Those thoughts are present at the back of my head. Now, it's not an idle question. I definitely reflected on it and I am reminded of why am I doing these projects in the first place. Now, I'd like to share it with you too. You know, try to answer that question through self-reflection as well. Write it down if you wish. Now, let's imagine what our lives would be like without shame. You and I could just be present with what's happening right now rather than feeling bad about what we've already done. You and I could be happy with who we are instead of, you know, feeling shame about ourselves or our body or how we look. You and I could talk to strangers more easily rather than, you know, worrying about what they might think of us. Or you and I could miss a couple of, you know, workout sessions or meditation, healthy eating, journaling, etc. and just start again without beating ourselves up for messing up. Or you and I could create valuable content or valuable work more freely rather than thinking about the skills we're lacking and remember that it's okay to learn along the way. Now, life without shame and fear would be more easeful, more peaceful, more confident and trusting, sure. But I'm not saying we can live a life completely free of shame and fear. They will come up whether we like it or not. What I'm proposing is that we can let go of them when they come up, you know, or at least not let them have power over us and control us. As Napoleon Hill said, if you do not conquer self, you will be conquered by self. In the end, the core belief is that we are inadequate and unworthy of being loved. But the reason we believe those is that we believe we haven't lived up to some expectations, right? Expectations like being successful, being lean, being disciplined, being generous, being a contributor to society, being environmentally conscious, whatever you can think of, really. The expectations are in our minds, but, you know, they were given to us by society's messaging since birth. These expectations and beliefs are not so solid as we believe. Once we can see them, we can bring intentional living and mindfulness practices to work with them. So, how can we combat shame through mindfulness practices and intentional living? I'll share with you four practices. Number one, awareness and acknowledging shame. Okay, we don't often let ourselves actually feel this emotion because we don't like it, obviously. However, the first step to combating shame is recognizing that we are feeling it. If we don't know we're in a shame cycle, there's no way to combat it. Be curious about it, you know. Notice what we experience emotionally, physically, and mentally. Examine the thoughts that goes in our head. There may also be certain situations or people that frequently trigger shame for us. Take note of those as well. Use that awareness to catch shame as it's happening. Number two, talk about it. Yes, shame is tough to talk about, but the conversation isn't nearly as dangerous as what we're creating with our silence. 
We all experience shame. We're all afraid to talk about it. And the less we talk about it, the more we have it. One thing to consider though, when talking about shame, is who you are sharing it with. It's very, very critical that we pick someone in our life that we can trust and who is really capable of being empathetic. It could be a family member, your spouse, a best friend, a mentor, or a coach if you have one. Thing is, we have to keep in mind that not everyone has the ability to connect with us in this way. Number three, see our basic goodness. If at the heart of our shame is the belief that we're somehow inadequate or not good enough, then it's worthwhile to see that actually we are good. We have a basic goodness at our core. I believe in that. Do this mindful affirmation and start to trust that this goodness is there all the time. And number four, give ourselves compassion and love. If we have a belief that we are unworthy of love, we can immediately disprove that by giving ourselves love. It's remarkable how easily we can give compassion and love to others but ourselves. Remember, we cannot give what we do not have. And it applies to compassion and love as well. Only when we give it ourselves first that we can extend an overflow of these to others as well. So, let me ask you again. What would it be like if you were free of shame? Let me know your answers through the comment section. Slide me a DM or leave me a voice message over Anchor or a voice note. Next week, let's talk about worthiness okay before we end though let me leave you with another question what can you do today to declutter your mind again what can you do today to declutter your mind thanks for being here again this has been convos in my head by the cantor bye if you found value in this episode please don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you won't miss out on any future episodes I do my uploads every Thursday, 5 p.m. Manila time, and you can also share this to at least one friend that you can think of. If you're listening to the podcast, please rate it or leave me a voice message through Anchor. And with your permission, I may include your voice message in my future episodes. If you're keen to read more valuable content you can also follow and subscribe to declutter consciousness on facebook and instagram you can also connect and collab with me through my direct socials it's at heydesi on both facebook and instagram and my personal blogs at wordpress all of these links and channels are on my bio so you can check them out whenever you have the chance again Thank you, thank you, thank you for spending your precious time with me today. This has been Convos in My Head by Dee Cantor. Bye!